This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the grains. The climatologist that we use says that there's a limited snow cover over portions of the extreme western plains winter wheat regions, where below zero temperatures are forecast over the next few nights that could reach as far south as the panhandle of Texas. He forecasts warming late month. The La Nina should keep this region extremely dry this spring, the worst of the drought stretching along the western plains north into Canada. I would think that there would be a limited downside potential in KC wheat. North Dakota farmers will have to decide between spring wheat, corn, or soybeans in their planning decisions. USDA announced that a 132,000 metric ton export sale of U.S. corn to an unknown that was canceled and switched to someone that thought they could buy it cheaper in Argentina. I do not see how corn there can stay cheap, with the drought there showing no signs of relenting. The USDA reported weekly corn export sales of 1.45 million metric ton Soybean export sales of 804,000 metric ton of old crop and 178 of new crop. And wheat export sales of 597,000 metric ton. All these sales were above the range of trade estimates. Most traders around the world have a holiday to attend to next week, either Carnival or the Lunar Holiday. Conab estimated Brazil's soybean crop at 133.8 million metric ton, which was a rounding error from matching USDA. That size crop should be in the market now. La Nina typically impacts Argentina and southernmost Brazil the most. Wet conditions continue to hamper the soybean harvest, and the armada of ships waiting for soybeans to reach ports to load continues to grow. Conab estimated their corn crop at 105.5 million metric ton, compared to USDA at 109. Brazil has a finite length of growing season to be able to follow the soybean crop with a second crop of corn. Harvest delays for soybeans mean planting delays for that corn. There should be more weather risk added to the market. Crude oil stocks continue to trend lower, getting closer and closer to pre-COVID pandemic levels. Gasoline stocks were up 4.259 million barrels, running a bit ahead of gasoline demand. April ethanol is now a nickel cheaper than unleaded gas, which makes it more competitive to blend again. Ethanol production was flat while stocks fell 22 million gallons. China has stepped up to buy ethanol. Iowa Republicans, which control state government, look ready to adopt an E10 ethanol standard while ramping that up to E15 by 2025. I'll have much more on that later. On the hogs, integrated packers have better margins than non-integrated ones because of the improved value of hogs relative to pork. Lean hog futures are well out in the lead ahead of lean hog cash index, reaching some technical targets. Funds have made money and the market has risen enough to satisfy some bulls for now. The hog industry has had a lot of experience with viruses in their herds, as well as managing the COVID pandemic with their processing workforce. They do have some knowledge to draw upon from this experience. Some of the industry think that the U.S. population is closer to herd immunity than the official narrative would have us believe. Combine the number who have had the virus, many of those without symptoms, along with those in the most vulnerable population now getting the vaccine, and they think herd immunity is close. I hope so. On cattle, 
A widely mixed week in the cattle complex just seemed to be following suit with what the corn market does. Corn has posted new contract highs and a new low for the month in the past two sessions. The cattle have had a tough time figuring out a response to these kinds of market swings and input costs. March feeder cattle showed weakness on Monday and then bounced off retracement levels. All through strength prevailed until it didn't. The feeders can't seem to decide whether higher corn should equal higher or lower cattle. Deferred feeder cattle continue to hold their ground as heightened domestic and export demand is expected later this year. Six Republican senators, along with 14 Democrats, voted to move forward Michael Reagan's nomination to be the EPA administrator. He says that he will be more favorable to ethanol, booting the petroleum industry influence from EPA. The Senate committee chair is Tom Carper from Delaware. He's sung high praises for Reagan. He's the right person to lead us in common purpose. That is what he did in North Carolina as head of that state's EPA, unquote. Reagan did not get huge pushback from the livestock industry, so they appear to think that he is about as good as they're going to get in this administration. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.